Pushing Back Chaos with Mel and Mike and Raph. Welcome back to another episode of Pushing Back Chaos with me, Paul Mel McFadden. I'm here with my man, Mike. How you going, mate? My man. Talking about my man. Mike, that's right. That's, that's me with your little uh, yellow sticky pad that's two and a half years old because uh, you mess up the names all the time. That's good. Yep. Still good. Still good. Original bit of fucking old post-it note. <laughs> that's all right, man. I, I need reminders too. You know, like put the put the toilet seat up, you know, close the fridge. <laughs> You know, I, I get it. It's some things are just the struggle for us gorillas. <laughs> no, let's put it down. There's no other thing you have to remember to put it up. <laughs> eh, whatever. You get confused. It's it's two thirty in the morning. You know, you wander in. You you keep your eyes closed because you're like convinced I can still stay sleepy. I'm pretty sure. And then you go in. You know, you you end up missing the bowl. Or, or something and then you're then you're just like i don't care about the seat and then you just go back to bed it happens and then you blame it on the dog so we just it's just for the listeners it's just the two of us trf's just getting back from a trip we weren't able to make the uh time zones work for all of us so mike's sitting up late i got up pretty early and uh we're here trf will be back next week no doubt yeah <laughs> Sort of had a little chuckle in anticipation earlier, thinking, how much shit are we going to give him when we get together and we start talking? Because it's normally pretty thick and fast. Because he, he would feel like we didn't love him if we didn't, you know, give him a bit of shit for, you know, to make the timings work. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the real the real side of us, family comes first and Raph's been away flying and traveling and stuff. And he was just like, hey, I need some time. So... Of course, we support them. You know, hey, man, go take care of your family. But you don't get off that easy. So expect some, <laughs> expect some shit, my friend. <laughs> have, have, uh, hope everything rolls well for you, Raph, and we'll see you next week, mate. So, what's been going on in your world in the last week, Mike? <clears throat> oh, well, tying into today's topic and what we're going to discuss a lot. <laughs> Uh, stress. That's been my last week or so. So I, I know I talked about, you know, I got injured and, uh, I've been doing physical therapy and yeah. that just, you know, any injury that you ever have, especially when you have a physical job, it adds a layer of stress to your day just because, you know, you're not fully capable of what you need to do and it's frustrating. <clears throat> so, but being patient with that physical therapy, you know, keeping my mindset right is, is good. Uh, other than that, I can't really get into it too much, but went into work today and pretty much everything changed. <laughs> so everything that I've been preparing for, for the last couple months of getting back to my unit, um, new leadership came in and completely just wiped the slate clean. And uh, I'm back to square one of getting everything together. And basically what the next two years are going to look like are completely different. So uh, not the first time this has happened in my career. I've been in almost 16 years now and, you know, stuff like this happens. Uh, you can kind of anticipate it sometimes. Uh, anything can happen, especially in, in this type of job in the military, uh, you know, Always the example, like I used before, September 10th, everything's fine. Hey, we know what we're doing. We're working, you know, we're going here next year, blah, 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 blah. And then 9-11 kicks off and then all stop, you know, retasking, new purpose, and we're all going to the Middle East. <laughs> so um, pack your bag and your flights in a couple of days, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. but... Like I said, there's a reality, in, topic. It, reality it, in what you do. Right? There's a reality in what you do. And, you know, our, our listeners in particular, I'm sure, are quite aware of what's happening in the world. And there's postures need to shift. And, you know, you got to be able to adapt and, and redeploy. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, the way I look at it, though, I mean, it's, it's kind of anticipated, but it's uh, something new. And new is exciting. It's not the same old, you know, the same old grind. 
So I just kind of, uh, I just kind of anticipate it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it'll be fun. I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Me and my team. That's what we do. That's what they pay me to do. They pay me extra like 50 bucks a month to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we always talked about it in Australia. Like if you got promoted, it was after tax. It was like a carton of beer a month. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know that that really compensate you for the amount of effort and stress. Yeah. yeah. yeah you, guys, you guys did a good job. Here's a five pack. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's been like a fair bit of upheaval for us as well. We stood up operations at a satellite airfield. Our new big base isn't ready yet. And and it's just been like a, you know, starting from the beginning, and you know, nothing works. There's just nothing there. There's not what you, you don't have the stuff you need, and the stuff you need is pretty big to run a, you know, flying operation. And so it's been a whole lot of, you you, you could call them stresses. You know, the the length of the day blows out, and you're trying to make do, and uh, it, you know environmental stress as well it's super hot in the middle of summer and all that sort of stuff but we're adapting you know and so this this led us to have a thing about a conversation topic today of our relationship to stress the way we think about stress the way that it's described in the west the way that it's um perceived by the normal person is generally as a negative that you know someone saying i've got a, a stressful life is a pretty typical complaint and life seems full at the moment. And there can be an anxiety around having like a quote, stressful life. And you know, that there's many ways to deal with stress. There's many ways to adapt to it. There's many ways to live with it. There's some people get overwhelmed by it. But I've been having a thing around um, a mental relationship to it, mindset, the way we think about it, you know, and that, if we have the message that stress is bad, stress to be avoided, etc., I just I just threw out before to Mike, you know, like that, you know, it's not, it's just not designed for the scale of operation we got, and we're trying to get it underway. And all of those getting anything going from scratch is stressful, and you don't have the, you just don't have enough of anything. You don't have any of the stuff that you expected to have, and that lack can be stressful. And, you know, some of the, some of the guys, it, it, like, no joke, it, it is, it could be perceived as a stressful environment. And just the way I've been thinking about it is that attitude to stress, that perception that stress is a bad thing, the perception that we want a stress-free life. When, you know, you, for me, a stress-free life is a pretty horrendous life. You know, like I'm thinking of a dude sitting on the couch with a donut and a remote. And in the moment, low stress, but freaking also no reward, no growth, no improvement. And in often in those situations, you know, you're closing off doors of opportunity in front of you by having a life without challenge. And so I just thought we could have an episode and a conversation around the way we relate to stress, the way we think about the, the whole topic and, and just share things that we've done and stresses we've faced and, and, you know, try and adjust maybe the way that people are thinking about the whole topic of it. Because I see, like, I know people who are really great and it's just like, it's like they don't experience stress, you know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like these people are just trucking along and having a wonderful time the whole time. And you're like, man, I thought that dude had a whole lot of shit going on in his life. And you find out, yeah, he did. And he was like totally great the whole time. Or she was, you know, just relating to people and being, being wonderful and you're never hearing a, a complaint and you're like, how is this person so capable in the midst of all this? And it's like that mindset or attitude is what I sort of wanted to explore today. Yeah, it's a great topic, Melon. Uh, like I said, my last week, I've definitely been experiencing it, but <clears throat> everybody has stress in their life, you know, no matter what you do, where you're at, like, it's a daily visit to the, <laughs> to, to, to the, to the stress monster, you know, but um, I think, I think what's good to talk about too is anxiety as well that leads to stress. So when we have anxiety, we fear stress, we fear pain, we fear having that 
Uh, so there is a slight difference between anxiety and stress. Uh, you always hear people have anxiety attacks or uh, people get really, really worked up and it's just like, hey, what's wrong with you? And you're just like, uh, yeah, I, I just have high anxiety, high anxiety. It's like over what? It's just like, I don't want this to happen. I don't like they're worrying about something that they think is going to happen that haven't hasn't even happened yet. And they're already kind of like, you know, over the tilt uh, on, on the, those high levels. So uh, there is a difference between just so you know what we're talking about. We're talking about the stressful part where there's action being put against you that's causing pressure in some way, shape or form. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's a good that's a good distinction to make because that perception of stuff in the future, that, you know, sort of a fear based fearing an outcome the moniker is a, is a, is a different thing than what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of just, there's a lot going on. There's a, a burden been put in. There's either a whole lot of little things or one big thing that's come into your life. And, you know, how are you keeping your head above water at that time? That perception for me, stress has always been the perception that the burden you're being asked to carry exceeds your ability to carry it or that the task you've been given exceeds the resources you have. And that could be time, energy, fatigue, manpower, et cetera, et cetera. So that that balance in the mind is what I'm sort of talking about when you feel like, man, I've just got too much going on. Yeah. And some people yeah. seem, and yet some people seem to thrive. And so the stuff that I was thinking about is is the way we view these things. So just for me in the last couple of weeks, it's been like a lot of stuff going on and a lot of setup and just Getting a getting you, you, anyone can imagine an operation out of a new location. There's always a lot of stuff, and I've just been really trying to talk to my my guys and and be like, let's look for the improvements because there's going to be at some point we're going to get into a steady state and we'll have found all of the improvements. But there's going to be you know the water's going over a rocky section at the moment. In the beginning, it's all turbulent. Stuff's not established. We don't have. We don't have, uh, you know, logistics and just everything. But there's going to be a point in the future in a month or two months. And it's like, well, let's just try and bring that still water, that section past this as early as bring it, bring it towards the present as much as we can by trying to find all, look, just going through the day with your mind open, looking for the improvements, looking for the opportunities in the day. And it has felt different. It has felt different when I've been coming home from it. And yeah. I've, I've been enjoying relating with dudes and, being in a position uh, with all the guys around and it's a, it's a different way of viewing it. So I'm, I'm trying to have that mindset of opportunity, challenge and growth as all being good and healthy and that being a living organism is a stressful thing in any, in any era and in any location on earth. It's, you know, like it's tough. It's tough to be alive. It's not, it's not an easy thing. Existence oh yeah. Doesn't- it doesn't just carry on like you need resources. There's stuff that it's a competition, you know, and to, to think that it should all just be smooth sailing is like, I think you're really missing what life is really like and that you can create stress for yourself in a way that's, you know, you can't get over the top of the mountain when you view it all as bad. Like yeah. I know myself, yeah. I'm the worst melon is a melon on the couch. You know, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm a better person when I'm in action doing stuff and I'm, when I'm coming home feeling like I've achieved stuff, I'm working towards goals. Like I feel better about myself. I relate to people differently. Yeah. And, and you can easily redefine stress, you know, instead of saying stress, you could put a different name on it. You know, it's, it's, it's little things. It's what you practice. It's what you're instilled. You're training your brain and your body to respond to certain things, right? Just like training in the gym or anything else. Uh, when you hear the word stress, it usually relates to pain or something like that, where you're just like, you know, anxiety leads to stress. Your body's uncomfortable. Your mind's a hundred different places. What if, what if, what if worst case scenario, worst case scenario, it's coming, it's coming, you know, all those things kind of go through your head, but what if you just kind of redefined it and you looked at it, you know, like Melon said, what if it was, Oh, Oh, what, what am I feeling? Oh, that's living. 
ah, like this is growth. You know, this is, this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling growth. I'm feeling my, my shell breaking because, you know, I'm evolving into something else. And there was a, uh, there was a really good study that was done on people that deal with stress and anxiety. I was reading about it uh, earlier today and it's the power of uh, having a vision and envisioning yourself and what you're doing and, and where you're about to go. And, uh, stress can come from everything. So some people it's physically, some things it's like financial stress or, you know, anything else. And it's a cool little exercise that they were talking about doing is like envisioning yourself, like where you're currently at. And then you picture this, whatever it is that's that you think is going to give you all this stress and you acknowledge it and you see it and you see it coming to you. And then once you hit it, and then it says, where do you want to go after that? And you kind of just do this imaging thing where you imagine yourself going through the process, coming out of it in some type of positive light. Uh, and just you kind of see your path all the way through. And I thought that was really cool because I never heard of it explained as an exercise, but I've actually done that a long time ago uh, when I was in selection. It, it's a year of just get your ass beat, right? And if you if you go into day one and you're in the heat of it and you're so freaking beat up and tired and you go, I have a whole nother year of this. Oh my God, <laughs> like that mountain is going to crush you and you're going to be like, I can't do it. Like there's no way it's, it, it, but your mindset changes and you got to take it like one second at a time and go through it. And one thing I used to do is envision myself getting through the evolution and focus on this vision of me succeeding you know like getting to put that damn log down or get that you know get out of the cold water or whatever it was it was like man i envisioned myself feeling proud i envisioned myself feeling stronger or smarter or like whatever once i make it through this and it was that positive vision of myself that kind of took away that like you know, never ending black cloud of fear and stress that was just waiting to like consume me. You know what I mean? That kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've kind of done that since then. And it's, it's very powerful, you know, by redefining and, and looking at it in a different filter than just stress equals pain equals uncomfortableness equals defeat. (laughs) Because for you, like, I know that this would be the case for you that 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 type of physical training and then that kind of physical exertion and those physical feelings. It's not like you you do a bunch of training at the start and then that's done, and then after that your body feels comfortable the whole time because you deploy and you need to train for deployments and then you're in combat situations and or you've been prepared for that feeling, but it's. Like it's it's never it's never going to stop while you're doing your current role. Like I I, I heard a I heard a I got on with a personal trainer talking with a, a person who had never trained before and they were like in the gym and they were lifting weights for the first time and they were like, okay, so you got to lift it like this and you you know strict technique and lower the weight under control and then back to the top and they're like okay, and they did it and they finished they finished their set and they put it down they're like so how long have I got to do this for and they're like oh just for the rest of your life. <laughs> You know, it just popped a, a quick story into my head. When I was in boot camp, we were in the, uh, we were doing PT and we had to take our first PT test and we're doing it by different groups. Uh, and my group went first, we finished, we're off to the side watching. And this, this, this guy, young, yeah, young kid, he was like yeah, 21, 22 years old, <clears throat> clearly out of shape, uh, was running uh for for the run portion of the test and uh just completely exhausted fell down and was just laying there and was calling for a medic and they came they rushed over him and he he's screaming something's wrong something's wrong i've never felt like this before something's wrong and was freaking out right just straight panic mode and we're like, oh, my God, like, is it the dude having a heart attack or like some type of issue? Or like, it was pretty dramatic. 
And uh, so they pick him up and take him or whatever. And maybe like 30 minutes later, we're moving on to like this next part portion of training. And some of the instructors come back and they go, you know, just to give you guys awareness of all the different backgrounds where everybody comes from, that guy had never worked out in his entire life. And he felt fatigue for the first time and thought it was something like he was dying. And that was his perception that he was dying because it was the first time he ever felt fatigue. And when they asked him, like, what did you do growing up? He, he said something like, I used to drink a sh- like a shit ton of orange soda and play World of Warcraft. You know, it was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like he fell over because he was tired and he thought he was dying. Like <laughs> that was his stress reality he he actually exerted himself hard for the first time in his entire life and that was his perception it was amazing it was funny i I sort of went through basic training twice the first time with the australian army when i was 17 and then when i joined the australian air force when i was 21 and i was reasonably fit in school with rugby and swimming and sport and all that sort of stuff but no joke i started to have a bit of anxiety like fearing a future event coming and I was like, I, I don't think I want to join the army after all. And I had like rugby finished and then that was the end of winter and summer came and I just didn't exercise for a couple of months. And I was like having a wonderful time having finished school. I joined the army and I was, I was not in good shape. And during the, during the training, I dropped like 10 or 12 kilos, like 25 pounds. And it was no, no fun at all getting fit again. <laughs> while you're doing the training, while you're trying to learn, you know, weapon handling, all the rest of the stuff you're trying to learn. Fast forward a couple of years later, and I knew the officer training was coming and the the joining the commissioning into the Australian Air Force was was coming, that date was approaching. And I just was training super hard because I knew that the physical was going to be there. And if that was easy, then all the rest of it was going to be easy as well. And I was, I was doing 5k run to the gym, gym workouts, run home. It was just like an everyday event. And I turned up and I was also older and a bit wiser, but just the physical condition of the organism for the environment it was going into was totally different when I arrived. And I was a lot bigger and strong, like heavier than some like distance runners, but I was sort of coming in the top couple every time we'd do a distance run as well as doing better in the short, you know, more power related sort of activity. And so like the mental attitude to the stress that's coming and the mental attitude, like that guy never exercising and feeling like lactic, <laughs> lactic acid in his muscles for the first time. <laughs> like it sounds, fu- it sounds funny, but <clears throat> the stress is preparing the body for, stu- for stuff when we're talking about physical stress. And then when you're able to handle physical stress, you have capacity in addition to handle mental stress and emotional stress and so on. And it's like a big part of it. So, so one of the, this is this is the second part of how I was thinking about our relationship to stress. So the first part is the mindset and the way we relate to it. And there are times when you can just shift the whole thing, and and stressors and stressful situations can appear to you as opportunities for, you know, getting a massive improvement underway immediately. That, that there's a, the challenge is enjoyable. It can be like a fun, competitive spirit can rise in response to that same challenge. And you can see it as an opportunity to grow and become a better person. So that's the mindset. But the second one is there's times when you're shifting your mindset isn't going to help and you actually just need to be in action. So sort of delineating between the two where what is actually going to be best for you in the long run sometimes will be shift your mindset, change the way you're relating to it. And there's other going to be other times where you're like, no, I need to get into action now and change the situation. So I need to, you know, be in action to adjust this emotional situation that's causing stress, like a relationship, an intimate relationship or a family situation or a finance situation where the way you think about it is going to assist you, but it's not going to resolve the situation. So there's having the mindset and then there's the time when you need to get into action to change the environment you're in. And so recognizing those two and being, being able to delineate often the mindset leads to a more positive and uh, powerful action as well. So they do sort of link to each other, but there is a distinction I'm making there between mindset and action. 
No, they, they definitely do uh, go into setting up for success when dealing with stress. <clears throat> so one thing that I've developed, so, well, let me back up a second. Today, I went back when we had not your average operator, we talked about dealing with stress in particular, like when it's on you and what do you do with it? And I mentioned uh, my three things at the time, and this is two in, like two years ago, keep in mind, was meditation, hitting the gym and uh, openly discussing my stressors with people, not just holding it in. So that was like when I'm in the moment of stress, uh, how do I relieve it? Um, and you know, if you want to go back, I think it was episode three and not your average operator. If you'd like to go back and listen to the episodes, which for everybody, if you're not tracking, we are going to be re-releasing the links to all of our episodes in uh, coming weeks. Uh, I think on Mondays, we're going to aim for it and then pushing back chaos will come out Thursday. So just, just for that. But what I like to talk about is my mental prep with what I've developed since, uh, is called left of bang preparation. Okay. Bang me being the action, which is going to bring the stress to me. Okay. Basically preventative measures. All right. Um, what I want to do for myself, for my, you know, for me, for work, for my team, uh, I want to prep my environment and the culture. So Melon kind of mentioned that already, uh, but I'm looking to prep my mentality, my, my available resources, uh, my communication skills and who I can communicate with and identify my allies. All right. Those are like one, those are the main things I want to identify and put in place prior to the bang, all right? And what this is gonna do, it's gonna instill three things. One, it's gonna give clarity, okay? Where you're at, what your environment is, what culture are we in, who's who's in it and who's playing and what's the attitude of them? And how are we all deciding uh, through uh, previous discussions, how are we deciding that we're gonna deal with this and what exactly it is when it happens, right? So you try to like, you know, troubleshoot it. You know, all right, what's the best case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? What can we expect? All right, where can we control things? Where can't we control things? And you just be very honest. And it's kind of like establishing your playbook there at the beginning. Um, this will ultimately help you do one thing. And it's going to it's gonna help you win that, that fight uh, and give you the 51% that you need to win the fight. It's going to help you choose the positive thoughts over the negative thoughts. It's going to give you the, the, you know, the clarity, the confidence to look at things and just go, yeah, that's right. That's wrong. And this is how I need to view it. Cause now you have an understanding of all the rest of the stuff and what lines up uh, with what you're doing. And it just makes it so much clear. And, um, and then when that bang happens, uh, it's not going to, it's not going to give you any surprises for the most part. You're going to be like, yeah, I knew this was going to suck. I knew this was going to be stressful or uh, cold or I wasn't going to get much sleep or I was going to have to stay late at work. I was already kind of expecting it. So it's not like that shock and awe of like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? You know, this is crazy. You know, like I think everybody says those words. Everything's crazy every anymore. Everything. Like you can stand up too fast. Or, wow, bro, that's crazy. It's like you don't even know what crazy is, dude. Like shut up. You know, but sorry, I'm getting, all, <laughs> getting <a little laughs> over the, the, the social media shit, but, um, but you're not going to be surprised because surprise brings a shock factor that adds a whole nother layer of stress onto you that you're not expecting. Yeah. Um, and embracing stress, it should be planned for. It should be welcomed. Like Melon said, it, it's a growing opportunity. Um, I always say it's kind of cheesy, but imagine, you know, your body is having a shell around it and that's who you are. Uh, when you feel that stress or being uncomfortable, uh, that's not, that's not you getting beat down. That's literally your body trying to grow and break out of that shell to get bigger and better. And you should like allow that shell to break and become something bigger and better. Um, and just always remember too, like stress is pressure and pressure creates the diamond you know it, it, it's not laziness it's not lack of or anything like pressure can push you to levels you never thought of stress can uh provide that clarity uh some people 
they can't even think right without stress. Uh, a lot of people in my community, uh, we, you know, we always, it's written in, written in like one of the ethos things or whatever, but it's like, we thrive in adversity because it provides a fire, a push opportunity. Uh, it allows us to master ourselves and understand ourselves in the stress. And that's what will separate us between, you know, what we're doing and our enemy. Um, certain things will crush them and we'll just be sitting there with a, you know, normal heartbeat with a smile on our face and be like, yeah, this isn't even that bad, man. We're going to crush you, you know? So it kind of sets a difference, but it's good to embrace. Go ahead, Mel. As, as an aside, I remember when Cherry was pregnant with Annie the first time and, uh, we saw like, you know, they've got a lot of posters around, I mean, maternity hospitals and stuff. It's not really a place <laughs> that single men hang out. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> so getting in that environment was really different. And I saw this, this one poster and it was saying, and the poster basically said pregnancy and childbirth transform women into strong and capable mothers. Wow. And it was the discomfort and the, the pain and that are part of the process. It's not the whole process, but that on the other side of that, you've got a person who knows that they are capable of going through that, that they are able to endure pain and discomfort and everything for this new human being. And that after that massive challenge, they are actually a different person. They've, they've experienced extreme pain. They've, you know, months, of increasing <laughs> discomfort and, you know, lack of mobility and, and all of those things that are occurring over that nine month period. And at the end of it, it's like a, you know, a combat experience in, in a lot of ways. Like it's a peak stress, pain. And on the other side of that, you have a person who's have gone through a catalyst and they're, they're changed. They're a transformed person. And then that equips them in some ways. This was this poster and this, um, midwife her philosophy was that the women on the other side of that are different and that the society needs these people who are strong and they can look back and say i did those things i was capable of that i was capable of that physically and mentally and emotionally and therefore they're more equipped to deal with the challenges that are in front of them because they've all got that in their background and i was like that is a beautiful and totally non-military um example of a mindset and a way of embracing something and the way you frame it. And as you're just saying there, Mike, the, the pressure creates the diamond. And, and I think if all the, if all the listeners and you and I think of people who we really admire, we're normally thinking of people who are sort of in their midlife or later, and they've all had really significant stress moments or even like a whole lifetime of stress and they have developed and grown in response to those challenges in their environment, giving them that capacity that, to generate a result that, you know, we all admire. And it's not necessarily, it's, you know, it could be family leaders, people you know have dealt with stuff in their family life and you're like, yeah, I know that person, how reliable they are, dependable, the way they can transform a stressful situation, a family thing and come out the other side. Yeah. They're, so these... These diamonds, right? Like we can all we can all see it. You can we know it, but it's us too. You know, like under pressure, we can with the right mindset, we can become better people. Yeah, you make me want to sing like Queen right now. Yeah, under pressure. Um, I love that song. I love I love some Queen. Come on, Annie, if you're listening to this, you need to call me and play some Queen on the piano. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> no, but I, Mel, and I love the point that you brought up about, you know, people over a lifetime, most people that are midlife or whatever, notice he said it was older people, you know, people that are midlife or older, uh, that really kind of figure out the mastery of how to deal with stress and embrace it and approach it. Uh, that was a huge lesson for me. You know, I, I referenced last year with a veteran that talked to me about perspective in my life, about going through hardship at a younger age. Uh, and he shared it, you know, he, his words were, man, Mike, God, God must really love you. And I looked at him and I said, why is that? You know, I, it's a compliment, but I'd love to hear his, his side of it. And he said, well, 
he's giving you all these hardships at a young age so that you can take the time to go through them and 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 you're processing them to learn the lessons of how to get through them so that the rest of your life will be that much better and easier. And I never thought of it that way. Ever, you know, and and he changed my life in that in that in that way he explained it. And uh everybody for the rest of our life is always going to experience stress, right? If you want to break it down to like very bare minimum, there's gravity on the earth and you're going to get old and fat and gravity is going to pull you down and your joints are going to hurt. Like that's stress, right? (laughs) So you're, you're never getting away from stress, no matter what you do. Even if you're laying on the couch, eventually you're going to get so big and fat. You're going to sink through that couch (laughs) and that couch is going to tap out and then you don't have a couch, you know, you're going to fall through it. So there's no getting away from it, no matter what you want. So uh, the whole point of it, though, is, uh, you know, to quote Kenny G, he goes, hey, Mike, tell me about your toughest day you've ever had. You know, tell me about the stress you experienced in that day. And when when you stop and think about that, what's your toughest day and, and what was the most stressful time of your entire life? If you're able to sit here right now and think about it, you made it through. You That was your highest threshold of dealing with stress and you made it through it. Somehow, I don't know how you did it, but you did. And, uh, you know, as Kenny said, uh, hey, Mike, give yourself some credit, man. You know, like you you made it through it one way or another. Maybe it wasn't pretty. Maybe it wasn't the most expert way, but you hit a threshold. You know, if you can if you can see that high mark, you, you hit that point. That's pretty impressive. Uh, one thing that you do not want to do, though, is after you go through something so stressful, uh, most people, they don't want to experience that right away again. That's very uncomfortable. They, they're, they're exhausted. They're tired. Uh, it was very hellish point in their life. And they're like, that's the last thing I want to go into again. And you kind of develop this, this wall where you're like, I don't ever want to go back there. I, I don't want to be pushed again. I just want to be in my safe space and my, in my bubble, don't push me too hard. Don't yell too loud. Don't, don't, don't bother me, you know, and that growth just drops off. Um, and you kind of have those people that like to talk about how hard they were back in the day, but in the present, it's like, well, what have you done now? And they're like, well, I haven't done anything. It's like, are you, are you scared? It's okay to be scared. You know, it's okay to have some anxiety about it, but you're missing out on the growth point. And the point is, is we're going to go up and down the rest of our life. There's always going to be high points. There's going to be low points. Uh, There's going to be times when we feel confident going through stress, and there's going to be times that you don't. But as Melon's saying, as long as we could always go back to these pillars in this process of like keeping your mentality as positive as possible, you know, it's not always going to be 100% or even 75%, but it's better than zero. If you can get to 20%, it's better than zero. Um, Prepping your mindset. And like I talked about with some of mine, your environment, your allies, people that are going to help you through it, that you can talk to, um, you know, gain that clarity, build yourself up some confidence to be able to get through something. Uh, as long as you're in pursuit of those things and and have awareness and acknowledge them, those stressful times aren't going to be as bad as you think. Your anxiety is going to make it 10 times worse than, than it probably really is. It's like, it's like when I jumped out of a freaking airplane for the first time, you know, I went up free fall, you know, I'm going up there. The stress of it was if I don't jump because I'm too scared, which I was scared to death of heights. All right. It's truth be told. Then I get dropped from training and I, I, everything I did up to that point was for nothing. So it was like, I either get dropped or I jump out of this plane. I was like, I'm jumping out of this plane, (laughs) but the ride up, I always tell people when they skydive, I'm like, what do you think the worst part is? They're like jumping out of the plane. And I was like, no, the worst time is the ride up. You're in a plane preparing yourself to jump out of it and fall, you know, 120, 130 miles an hour you're in your own head and you're making so much stress out of it because once you jump out at that height, I always tell people it's like floating in a, in a windy picture. 
like at that altitude, the ground's not moving, that the houses aren't moving. You can't see people, you know, it, it's just, you jump out and it's wide open. And it's like, you're falling while looking at a picture and nothing really starts moving until around like 6,000 feet, you know, but it's, it's a perfect example of just, you're stressing yourself out. You're overthinking stuff. You're allowing that anxiety to control you. And then once that point actually hits, you know, that's why I like jumping out of the plane, you see people just clench up and close their eyes and they just lock up, you know, because it's they're They already prepped themselves to as soon as that bang hit for them to just lock up and, and just not deal with it. You know, I don't want to see it. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to. Nope, 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 nope. And that's how it goes. And then they get to the ground. And they're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. You know, it's all about your your preparation that left a bang, your mentality, all that stuff's going to help pull you through. You know, it's just you just got to take some time to do it. And instead of sitting around bitching about it and telling everybody how much it sucks. Yeah, we know it sucks. We know it's going to suck. It's freaking cold water. It's jumping out of a plane at night. It's, uh, you know, humping through the mountains for 30 K with 100 pounds on you like. I know that sucks. I'm not, I'm not a genius, but uh, how are we going to get over it? Let's talk about it. And it can also be that uncomfortable conversation inside a, a relationship, you know, addressing something that's been there, that, you know, a problem that needs to be resolved. One of the, one of the things I was, um, so it's not always physical. It's where I was going that like sometimes the emotional stuff can be the, the hardest parts. Oh yeah. One of the things I was, I was saying was, I was thinking about in these stressful moments, there, there are times when you need to, like you've talked about there, marshalling your resources and you like, there's a time to suck it up and brace yourself and push through as hard as you can. And it, it could be a thousand things, not just physical, but physical is easy to understand. It could be that tough conversation you just need to have, you know, you need to resolve that problem in that relationship and maybe, maybe you're moving towards ending it. So there's a time to marshal your resources and push. It could be, you know, you're injured. I've had this plenty of times with my time in the military and with contact sports. And you're like, I know I've done I've done something there, but you get your mind right and you complete the objective. You finish the game or you get to the top of the hill or you cross the line or whatever it is. And so sucking up and pushing through, and then maybe later you find out you actually had a pretty bad injury. Sucking up and pushing through again, is a poor idea yeah. <laughs> for long-term yeah. success. So there's a time to suck it up and marshal your resources and grit your teeth and get on with it. And then there's a time to take a knee and get treatment <clears throat> and to get support. And, you know, the physical one's easy to, to think of, like to get that knee sorted out, like to, to get that fractured bone fixed, where in the, in the heat of the moment, you're able to deal with it and complete. Right now for being able to complete objectives that are coming in the future, you need to take some time now for a rest and repair and healing. And it can be the same with emotion. It can be the same with a lot of stuff. So the way that we, we attack the stress is not always going to be the same. Like in the moment, maybe you've actually done so much damage, you need to stop and get repair straight away. So it could be that you do need to have that take a knee moment rather than pushing through. So there is a, there's a time when you need to, you do need to have discernment and the ability to think and measure these things. But it's not always push, push, push with your teeth, you know, clenched because your long-term capability, you could be eroding that. So, you know, that's not just physical, but the physical one's easier to imagine. So you've, you've, you've injured yourself. You can still complete an objective, but then there might be a time after that we're carrying on now is not a good idea without getting uh, the rehab part. Yeah. It, that's uh man. You're, you're talking about me, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure. Actually thinking of, I'm thinking of myself and, and injuries I, I've done, things that I've, I've hurt. <laughs> I'm also, also thinking of like, um, you know, job stuff too, where there's like times where you're like, you know, I've just, been given a shit hand here and the time to complain about it is not now. And I've just got to get on and do the task I've been given, even though maybe I disagree with it. But then after that, to to continue doing that is not correct to go and then address that person and resolve that 
issue and be like, you know, the correct task or the better way to do it was this. But like having that argument at the start was not the right thing either. So there's like pushing through versus, you know, making a change and taking a knee. <laughs> Certainly been my life. No, oh, yeah, it's there's there's differences with how people are going to tell you to do it and how they go about it. You know, it's just like a lot of people that are very dominant uh, personalities. So like I work with a lot of dominant alpha type personalities where every problem is a, is a nail and they're a sledgehammer. Right. Every freaking time. It's how we think. It's how we process stuff. It's how we approach it. And it's definitely a huge training thing where we have to like be able to get out of that box. Uh, we're innovative thinkers. They give us problems and stuff that's coming. And it's just like, you know, Hey, what do you guys want to do? We want to salt it and blow it up, <laughs> you know, kill everybody on target. And it's like, well, no, you can't do that. You know, it's, you know, and you're like, all right, all right, all right. I'll think about it. You know, like, and, and then you got to go through other avenues and, and try to figure out, you know, you get out of your standard mindset of, you know, just, just grind through it. You know, that might not be the deal. Uh, we have a saying, you know, it's just smarter, not harder sometimes like Melon's talking about, you know, Hey, if, if you're injured, you know, you got, it's, it's not quitting. It's, it's taking a knee and like us doing an assessment. Um, you know, it was very hard for me, uh, about two weeks ago when I, when I got, when I injured myself, uh, I had to step off to the side and tell them be like, Hey, I'm hurt and something's wrong and I can't finish this. Like, I don't want to have permanent damage, which is going to, you know, ruin my whole next two years in this cycle. And that was very hard for me to do because all my peers were around, but I also knew I wasn't performing to where I was. And I knew if I kept going, I was just going to make it worse, uh, by not addressing it, you know, just going through it. Same thing with an emotion with, with emotional approaches or relationships. If I know there's a problem and it's really hurting me and I don't bring it up to somebody or talk about it, like, it's only going to make shit worse. It's going to make, you know, it's going to multiply or magnify the problem. And then once it comes out, that bang hits, then you're just, I mean, you're, there's no way you're prepared for it, you know, because you don't even know how it's going to manipulate itself to come out. So it, it's all the same process is just acknowledging it, having the strength to talk about it uh, and just be like, yeah, this, this is, this is what's happening. And this is what I think is coming. Am I, am I wrong here? Get some perspective, talk about it, you know, reach into all those things we talked about and, and prepare yourself the best way you can for what's best for you too. Not just, That's right. just you know, because what we're, what we're talking about is like results over time. Like sometimes we do need to push through now to get the win. And, and that's super important. And it can be, you know, in the workplace, for example. So you're like, all right, you just grit your teeth. You take that the way that the task has been given to you is not correct. And, you know, they're spoken to you the wrong way and everything. And you're like, nah, and you just go and do it and you get the result. But then it's like, you know, that to get those results over time, there's going to have to be a change made. And it could be that you get that injured knee treated, you know, that fractured foot in a cast for a while. Or it could be that you go and then have a quiet conversation with that uh, person who's tasking you and like, let them know that there's a better way to, use the resources or there's better ways to communicate and stuff to try and address the underlying issue there because you're interested in repeated capability, repeated wins out into the future. And if you don't address these things, you know, you're not, you're not going to be capable down the track. Like with you, <laughs> I know, I know you're getting your treatment at the moment and you're pushing through your training and like, I know that that's going to be good for you long run physically, you know, carrying those injuries but but on the, i know on the day as well you push through <laughs> yeah so you did, do, did do both things they they dry needled my back uh last week and then hooked electrodes to it and my whole back my hip and my ass cheek were just firing like crazy <laughs> you do you want to talk about stress i was like oh my god like i'm sitting there gripping the table you know like i'm getting a you know, like a doctor's exam or something like that in that that area. You know what I'm talking about. Melon knows what I'm talking about. He's he's on, he's in his forties. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. No, but uh, yeah, man, talk about stress. It, it takes stress to relieve stress sometimes. You know, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, not but just Mike sent, me, Mike sent me a video of this, uh, like it's acupuncture with needles and electrodes and stuff. I was like, I'm going to bring my car around and give me a jump start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I felt like I said, I, I felt like this, uh, this four, you know, this high speed forerunner that was uh, just broken down and they were hooking up shit to me to like try to jumpstart me or something like that. You know, <laughs> just this old beat up war machine. Jeez. Yeah, good. So our relationship to stress, the way we perceive it, the way we look at it, we're least viewing it as a negative versus viewing it as an opportunity, viewing it as a challenge and recognizing it's essential for growth. Thinking of it maybe as discomfort rather than something that's uh, unendurable. Mike talked about visualizing the outcome, visualizing the result, knowing where he was going. I talked about having the mindset and action. So recognizing when it's time to adjust your mindset and the way you can be in that same environment or whether you need to change your environment. It was a push through versus getting treatment discussion. Mike talked about preparing for the bang. So left the bang before it occurs. Prep your environment, your culture, marshal your resources, communicate, figure out your comms plans and identify allies. And then in those instill clarity, being able to visualize the best and worst case outcomes and identify where you're going to have control, where you don't have control, which are going to reduce surprise and reduce shock when the bang occurs. And uh, yeah, in the middle of the conversation, I remember that poster in the maternity hospital about the pregnancy and childbirth transforms women into strong, capable mothers. And uh, I think we all know people who are super capable. And I would say every single one of the people that you admire most has had really high uh, stress or high growth uh, lives and they've been transformed by those. So let us know what you think. Man, we're pushing for uh, reviews. We love getting feedback from you guys. And, uh, you know, we would love getting this message out further. And so share it where you feel comfortable. And uh, the algorithm loves a written review more than the stars, but we'll take your stars as well. So until next week, have a think about where you can apply some of this stuff in your own life, your relationship to stress in your life, and let us know how you go. Take care.